Welcome to the Hunt the West podcast, where you come to get awesome hunting and outdoor content to help you be better informed as you go into the woods. At Hunt the West, my only goal is for you to get out and hunt. So let's get into it. Welcome to episode three, why I hunt and maybe you should too. You would think this is pretty simple, but it's actually pretty nuanced and convoluted because everyone's everyone's reasons are different for hunting and I think this is something that hunters struggle to verbalize so hopefully by the end of this episode you might be able to understand a little bit better on why hunting is something valuable and definitely not for everybody but I think everyone can at least understand why it's something valued by so many people and hopefully by the end of this episode you might be able to be to explain simply to somebody who asks you why you hunt so Um, I work in Salt Lake City, and I've been living just outside of downtown um, until just May of this year, of 2019. I was definitely the only hunter that I knew about in my neighborhood, Um, just living in an urban area. Just not a lot of people that that live that lifestyle. So I tended to have conversations with people who are unfamiliar with hunting on a regular basis. And when people would see me picking up like packing up my rifles and wearing camo and stuff, I get some strange looks, especially in Salt Lake. Um, But because of where I lived and where I work, I have the opportunity of having conversations about hunting with non-hunters on a regular basis. And it's really helped me nail down the real reasons why I hunt. Something that helps me think about this is when I think of a reason why I hunt, I try and isolate it and then ask myself, would I still hunt if this were not part of it? For example, one of my top reasons is meat. I love eating wild game. It's delicious. It's organic. There's no added hormones or weird treatments or anything. I know where the animal's been. I know how it's been handled because I've done it myself. If you told me that I could hunt, but I couldn't eat the meat, I would honestly have a pretty hard time participating. I might still do it if there were other reasons that were still valid. Like if there was a true, like if there was truly a surplus of animals that needed to be cold so the environment and the ecosystem could be back in balance, I might hunt. Or if there was a population of diseased animals that needed to be removed to protect the healthy ones from getting sick and I needed to do that, I would probably do it. That brings me to another reason that is Hunting provides funds for wildlife management. You might think that conservation of wildlife and hunting are in conflict, but they just aren't. I would probably, I can, I'll probably do an entire episode on why hunting is conservation, um, but I'll just briefly explain it right now. Um, the vast majority of funds used for habitat and wildlife studies and overall or overall wildlife management come from hunters and shooters. So without people like hunters who appreciate and use the sustainable, renewable, natural resources and pay to do it, we wouldn't have the populations of wild animals that we do today. Uh, There's a lot of ways that money gets raised to support conservation, and I'm not going to go into all of them right now, but I enjoy hunting knowing that my contribution goes towards the sustaining of wild animals and wild places. And those wild places provide provide a lot of intangible value to me too not just meat. So for example, adventure. I just love the adventure that hunting brings. 
wandering around, searching for wild animal, off trail, not knowing what you're going to see. These are aspects of hunting that I think about all year long. (laughs) That's why I even started this podcast because I enjoy thinking about it. I love talking about it. And it's just something that adds a ton of value to my life. They are, these are experiences that I return to time and time again, and you could remove the pursuit of an animal and I would still enjoy it. And I would probably still wander around looking for wildlife and just watching it. One example of this is when my brother and I were hunting elk a few years ago and, um, we were slowly creeping through the trees, following some big bull tracks that we found in the snow and we're trying to see if we could catch up with it. And we follow them quietly and we would pause periodically and glass through the trees up ahead looking for a bedded bull. We found out that the tracks where we were following were actually moose tracks and that we were following a big bull moose, not a bull elk. And neither of us had a moose tag, so we just watched as that bull fell asleep. It was so cool. We were under we were under 60 yards, probably, and that moose had no idea that we were there. We had the wind right, the wind was in our face, and he couldn't smell us, he couldn't see us, and didn't hear us. So um, it actually laid its head down on the ground, which I had never seen before, and it closed its eyes and fell asleep. It was so cool to watch, and it's hands down the best interaction I've had with a moose. It's experiences like that that my brother and I would never have had if we weren't hunting. Um, I'm not always with somebody when I'm hunting. Um, Another reason why I hunt is for solitude. I do a lot of solo hunting. I I do at least one solo big game hunt a year in addition to small game hunts and predator hunts I do alone. I hunt with a partner sometimes, but there is something about being alone in the wilderness that really clears your mind. I'll get in some places and think to myself, like, I could sit here for a week looking over this basin and not see another soul. Uh, which, by the way, is a good reason to have some sort of satellite messenger or some way of communicating in case something bad happens. I use um, a Delorme inReach. Um, Delorme was bought out by Garmin, so it's called a Garmin inReach now. But one of, having one of those has brought a ton of peace of mind for me and especially my wife, so she can communicate with me even if I don't have service. But being alone... it it allows you to slow down in a way that doesn't happen naturally for me when I'm with somebody. I feel connected to the land because it's so much bigger than me and not to get all touchy feeling or anything, but being alone in a secluded place in the wild is something that I wouldn't ever do if I didn't have a reason like hunting to bring me out there. I think the drive for exploration is innate in all of us or maybe a lot of us. And there's something about being alone at night, especially at night in the woods that just makes you feel good because I don't know, this might seem backwards, but it makes me feel good because it's uncomfortable, not just physically, like it'd be nice to have a big cushy mattress out in the woods, but, but emotionally it's uncomfortable because you're out of your element. At least I'm out of my element. I don't sleep outside enough days a year to be super comfortable and to not wake up to sounds thinking it's a Sasquatch or something. So it just helps you be comfortable being uncomfortable. I think it's good for people of all ages to do things that they're uncomfortable with because it it builds character. And 
the journey to mastering something is what helps you improve as a person. Personal development is another reason why I hunt. Hunting gives me a goal to work toward, to get in shape, and, and just do hard things. It's not easy to climb to the top of a mountain, or it's not easy to pack out an animal on your back. Like It's hard work. It's fun, though. I, I like a good, hard, heavy pack because it means that I'm bringing home the bacon and I've been successful. Um, it always sucks, though, when you're, when you're doing it, but having a moment during each... I, I always have that a moment during each horrible pack out where I think to myself, dude, this is awesome. I freaking love this even though when it's hard, like, and, and then when hard things come out in life and when you're not hunting, you can have a better outlook and be like, this is just like that, that pack out. It's, it's heavy now, but at some point I'm being able to put this back down and it'll all be over. Not only that, but just wanting to be physically strong enough to pack out an entire deer on your back in one trip, just so you don't have to go back and do a second trip. It's a pretty good motivation to get in shape. So how do you deal with the conversations with anti-hunters around this subject? There's no real easy answer to that, but um, I had a conversation with a neighbor and and she used the word barbaric to describe hunting. She said that she just couldn't see a good reason why hunting should be legal. So instead of getting defensive, I said something like, yeah, like it's it's not pretty when something dies. I don't take it lightly when something dies, but... Every piece of meat that you eat has to die first. And then I asked her if she ate meat, and she said she did. And I I responded by saying, yeah, I eat meat too, so that's why I prefer to get the meat myself. So I know exactly where it came from. I know that 100% of the meat is going to get eaten and used properly. And I know that the animal lived its whole life without fences or gates and wandered freely. Because when I buy meat from the store, I don't know any of that. Um, And then she responded by saying, yeah, I get that, but I just can't fathom killing something. And then I explained that usually deer, for example, only live about eight or nine years max. And then they either get eaten alive by predators or they die of starvation or exposure in the winter. And in my opinion, it's much better for an animal to die almost instantly from a bullet or an arrow, from a well-placed shot from an experienced individual that gets eaten, then get eaten legs first by a coyote in the snow. Each animal is going to die someday, and if I can control how one of them dies and put its resources to good use, then I think it's a better way to do it. Not only that, but the animal is going to live forever in my memory and might even have its antlers on, on the wall to remember it forever, and I can tell my children about it. And an animal that dies from starvation in January in the snow isn't going to have that sort of honorable death. And I'm, I'm not so naive to think that if all the deer got together and could vote and like, they wouldn't say, Oh yeah, I want to get shot by a hunter. Cause that's honorable. But if you got them together and you could ask them, all right, would you rather die? Um, almost instantly from a shot to the heart or would you rather get eaten alive by a pack of wolves? I'm pretty sure the majority of them would choose to die quickly. So as far as the barbaric argument goes, I think it, it like, th- it's true. It's not, it's not pretty. Like everything's got to die. So if we're going to choose way it dies, um, I think it's a lot better for an animal to die quickly and then get its resources e- used 
than, you know, at some animal farm and you have no idea how the animals are treated or anything. So anyway, I, I could go on and on about all these reasons why I hunt. I, I just truly love hunting. I love being out in the wilderness. I love exploring. And I'm assuming that if you're listening to this, you do too. And, and if you don't, maybe you should consider it. Um, we're going to get into some practical advice on how to get started hunting and, um, those episodes are be coming up. So get subscribed to the podcast. And if you enjoy this episode, go leave a five-star review on whatever application you're using. I'd really appreciate it. And all the show notes are going to be at huntthewest.us slash two, because this is episode two. And I'll put all the links to stuff we talked about in there. Um, if there's other reasons why you hunt that we didn't talk about, send me an email at skyler at huntthewest.us and let me know. That's Skyler with an E, S-K-Y-L-E-R, at huntthewest.us. But most importantly, if you want to know where your meat comes from, if you want to have an epic adventure and wander and explore new places, if you want to get in shape and look like a Greek god, just kidding, I can't promise that, but if you want to get in shape and you want to see cool things in the wild that you'll never see in other ways, get out there and hunt the West. Mm-hmm.